Christopher Media, the Weedsman Podcast. All right, man, it's time. It's time. Are we, are we ready for the list? The list. So we all made this list earlier. We sat around. Maybe got a, maybe got a little too high. But you making know, this list. We, we did get too high because we only made half the list. <laughs> the Weedsman Podcast every Friday on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Hey, it is another episode of Unregimented. I am Chris. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And I'm Rich. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Hold up. Buzzwords trigger a song. Oh, all the time with me. That's how my brain constantly operates. I got hit with um, uh, U2 uh, yesterday. I had to listen to it, and my wife's like, shut that fucking shit off. (laughs) 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 I'm sitting at the kitchen table soldering some shit. My son's sitting next to me, and I, like, threw U2. I can't remember which U2 song it was. Yeah. Threw it up there. See, my brain's fucked. And uh, it's a great song, dude. No comment, Rich. <laughs> it's not Christian, bathroom. so it's better than it's better than Christian life metal. So that's all I can. <laughs> better than Carmen. Better than Petra. Better than Striper. Better than Michael W. Smith. Better than early Amy Grant. Better than any Amy Grant. Uh-huh. I don't give a fuck. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's just better. Brian Griffin remix. Peter's face, like, what the fuck? Whatever. The only reason it's a joke is because he's singing about peanut butter and jelly and yeah. not booty. And he's right. also dressed right. like the banana in the YouTube video. No, I understand why that's a joke because it's on Family oh, Guy. I'm gotcha. talking about the song. Ah. Uh. Hey, since we're going to play... Uh, right, like, if it was like Big bo- Booty and Pussy Time, then it would, you know, that would hit the clubs. Well, it's yeah, always it Big Booty and Pussy Big Time. Big Booty right? and Pussy Time. Hey, since, since, we're, we're, booty since we're playing uh, 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 booty music from, from the 90s or <laughs> early 2000s, can we get, can a nigga get a table dance? Can a nigga get a table dance? <laughs> 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 I always love that one because when it would play in the club, you'd see all the white people like, yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, shit, I got to sit down for this. God <laughs> damn it. Well, you know, the, the, uh, what's interesting about booty music, I don't think we realize how regional it is. There's not a lot of people that are aware I of this. love two live crew. And if anybody's got nothing to say about that, kiss okay. my ass. That, I love that. Yeah, but is, isn't that more of like the Miami bass freestyle yeah. scene? That, yeah. Yeah. You know, but this is booty shit, bootylicious shit's like for us, man. That's from here. Yeah, but I mean, booty music tends to be really stripped down. I mean, you yeah. get like two vocal lines at repeat, and the beats are real simple. Yeah, remember? Okay, remember like back in the, back in the day, it was uh, some shit right there. Turn that shit up, my damn! Can I hockey get a table dance? 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 Can I get a table dance? Have you have you ever heard the remix of "Baby Got Back" by the white rapper? It's called "Baby Got Jack." 
Oh yeah, for Dude, sure. What? Yeah, yeah. It was like you heard a new remix of it. <laughs> I like small fucking... butts, and I cannot lie. You other honkies can't deny. When a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sick. You like them like a toothpick, you know. And it's like <laughs> twenty. No. Was it thirty? Yeah, it was like 24? some morning zoo did it that's like sorry, twenty years ago. Thirty-six, Only if she's seven ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That song came out, dude, and it was like, oh, my God, somebody gets me. <laughs> the best the best bullshit re- remake of a song I remember from the early 90s is that there was a rap song called The Devil Came Up to Detroit. Yeah, mm-hmm. KMC Crew. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Okay. The Devil Went Up to Michigan. I thought it was Detroit specifically. Drop that shit. Yeah, yeah, drop yeah. It. And it fucking you get you get the gold fucking turntables if he beats the devil with scratching and shit. Yeah, it's no, that's fucking... a badass song, dude. <laughs> this motherfucker scratched like a motherfucker. Was that was it was that Esham's <laughs> DJ? It up on I, the wheels of steel. I do dig some uh, DJ Easy Rock. Man. Pretty fresh. Yeah. Oh, come on, dog. You know I give you the dope, stupid, dumb, retarded, bomb ass props. Hey, he's sitting in the Max L seat there at yeah. the beginning of the video. If his hair moved, it would be blowing back. Brand new Nissan truck. Come on, man. You're coming up to fucking Michigan. You're talking that shit. Well, he was right. Nissan. The devil came up. He's painting the devil as a drug dealer. All right. No, no, no. But he came up to Michigan in a Nissan, so that's a double fuck. Oh, the devil was driving the Nissan. That makes sense now. Nothing about the song. There's some fades in this video, by the way. Yeah, Uh, yeah, we're not talking about working the console. We just had a first appearance of token video host. One is white. One is black. They're both dressed in the same dress. Wow, this really, is so they didn't do the thing where they put the black girl in the white dress. This and the is white so girl early nineties. Yeah. Oh, dude, this was like my first. This is my freshman year of high school, I believe, maybe somewhere around there. So, uh, be thirty-eight in like a week. Oh, I get a lot of things now. Okay. How come there were always All white right. girls in the uh, rap videos, but there are no black things. girls in Robert Palmer's videos? Wait, so. <laughs> wait a minute. Where all the black girls at? I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with that, Jay. What does that mean? <laughs> the hatred of the quiet riot and shit. I get it all now. Oh, dude, when I started playing, I was, well, when I got my first guitar when I was five, and when I was 10, I really started playing, and I had to put up with all these pointy guitar, big-haired motherfuckers, and it just irritated me. Yeah, I hated that shit, dude. I get it. With a passion. I remember I I walked into the guitar store I worked at. I do enjoy the pointy guitar, though. Why can't Poison get in a plane crash? And I I was like, I was like, I was like, hey, so have you guys heard this, uh, this band, uh, Alice in Chains, the song uh, Man in the Box. And this, his name was Smiles. He played for Seduce. He was sitting there they were like, with Alice Brian. And who? Yeah. He, no, he looked at me and he goes, he looked at me and he goes, Rich, dude, don't tell me you're one of them artsy fartsy faggy alternative guys. <laughs> what, dude? And wow. I was like, Smiles, go fuck yourself. And he's like, <laughs> like this is so. Your name is Smiles. All right. Second and he looked all, like he looked like Nuno Betancourt. He totally yeah. based himself off. He, Second he of all, you look like you get your hair done at a dog groomers. Yeah. All right. <laughs> really, really nice guy. Really good guitar player. 
but very much he was not having anything. Like I remember mentioning like driving and crying and like shit that was off. Like it would be on 120 minutes back in the day. That to me is the same. You look at a driving and crying video. It could be a fucking video that was on had you know the daytime headbangers ball. You know, I mean these guys had fucking. You know, they were playing rock riffs, whatever, but he was like, no, it's not the same because it's not Trickster. Right. Wants to listen to Trickster. It's not cheap trick. It's I'm not listening to Trickster. Dude, trick one of the guys I grew up with, Dave, he, he bragged that he had a choice to go see Pantera in 1992 or Slaughter. And he's like, I went to go see Slaughter. No, You're, he did not. Um, I you are an idiot. Uh, let me tell you this. I saw both those concerts. Thank History has proven you to be stupid. Because <laughs> that, my friend, was the... Kiss, Winger, and Slaughter tour, and I got free tickets to it. And Kiss, I went to that. Winger, and Slaughter. Oh, the yeah. The first time they said Kip, Winger, and Slaughter. Kiss, Winger, and Slaughter? Yeah, it was a hot and shit. And we couldn't bomb that arena at any no, point. No, I was there, goddammit. During that tour, <laughs> that plane couldn't crash. Right. Kiss, no, Winger, and Slaughter. That sounds like a but hot I date did, to me. I did see Pantera like two nights before that, by the way, which was fucking phenomenal. And I go to Kiss, Winger, and Slaughter, I'm like, what the Fuck. So we can go see Kiss this. Winger and Slaughter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Gene, wants, Gene wants to invite you to the panty room. So 92, yeah. this is when this is in full swing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. Vulgar display? Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Now, Which, I have, I actually wait, have. Doesn't it sound the, these days that it's just too slow? Like, did somebody yeah. did somebody pitch down the Pantera record? Yeah. <laughs> is that no? It's metal sped up. Yeah, right. And then Slayer invented speed metal. What yeah, the but fuck? I, but Come does on, it? Man. It doesn't sound sped up, and uh, it sounds yeah. it sounds slow compared to stuff these days. Don't be hating on Slayer. Oh no, man! Decade yeah. of Aggression was a live album that yeah. I fucking wore out, and I had oh, to buy yeah. a couple different copies. So I've, I've bought four copies of that on tape and stole two. Yeah, I was wearing them out on tape too. Yeah. yeah, so the last one is my buddy it was my buddy's birthday, and he was like, Sleep all day. and then he wanted to uh, he wanted to fucking go see Slayer. <laughs> he went for whatever and saw reason. this instead. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. no, he wanted to go see Slayer for whatever reason. He could something happened like he got in an accident or he got a ticket and he couldn't afford the tickets to go see him. And I was like, just take the live album, dude. You're good. Just take it. And he's like, this is a great live album. Yeah, I know, I know. Now, Queensryche, that was a pretty decent fucking hair band. See, I can't get into it because of fucking the, the high pitch. Whoa! No, you know, dude, no, Rich it, and I are on the same page. I get it. No, I get it. But if you listen to like fucking... I bet you Rich, uh, Rich and I Queen don't like right. Rush for the same reason. Getty right. Lee's voice. I get yes, it. Yes. I get it, dude. I love Rush because of the technicality of it. You know, Correct. But, but like, Me I too, can't, but I can't stand getting these voice. No, I, I fucking no, can't. I, I can't do it very long, man. See, here's, the, here's the thing. I do like uh, Empire. Yeah. Um, the song Empire. I mean, I, it's, to, it's, it's it's literally songs by Queens White Reich that I like. Jet City Woman. Queen of the Reich, dude. That's a, that's a, I know it's high-pitched shit. Queen of the Reich! Yeah, that, right. Yeah. That album was fucking oh, great. Oh, God. Dude. We have slaughter, full-screen slaughter. No, thank but you. The, go the, away. Uh, yeah, go away. Um, the the My, Operation Mindcrying album, hey, for the time, that was a fucking brilliant idea. They they did a pretty good job at it, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I was totally down with that, you know. Oh, I remember oh. watching uh, Headbangers Ball like during the day, the day version of Headbangers Ball, and they would have uh, one of the videos from Operation Mindcrime, and I was like, 
this is like a fucking movie soundtrack, right? Yeah. This is a this is a video from a movie that I have never seen, right? Like it's like the first time I saw one. Oh, I yeah. never I had never seen a video like that. And I'm like, this is from a movie, right? And then I brought it up to a buddy of mine who was older and he goes, Yeah, you Don't dipshit. It's from album. a fucking book too the worst yeah. fucking album, dude. oh speaking of slaughter um please don't heritage heritage <laughs> guitars which is a company that makes guitars in the old gibson factory in kalamazoo michigan made a mark slaughter custom guitar why i don't know and i bought for mark slaughter i it yeah. was like this limited edition guitar that was kind of pointy and i i bought it off of a customer in kalamazoo and got made fun of so bad yeah you, <laughs> like you should have been after that <laughs> It's only it decreased in value when Mark Slaughter signed it. This thing was worth more before he signed it. I've literally been to, to the Canton, Michigan Guitar Center and saw a used pink Hello Kitty one humbucker Strat. Yeah. And I would probably buy that before a Mark Slaughter fucking... Yeah. <laughs> I want the bad room bass myself, but... <laughs> yeah, I know every fucking lyric to this album. God damn it! Yeah, I listened to very. I listened deep. to the fuck out of this album. Yeah, I did too. This is one of my favorites. This is Empire, like this right? got on yeah. heavy rotation right around the same time yeah. as I was listening to Injustice for All. Yeah, and, uh, and the first Guns N' Roses album. See, the thing I'll give Queensrÿche is that they actually were writing about something. Yeah, sure. They, Empire, they Empire. If you watch just the video and listen to the lyrics. You can pick up the. You don't even have to see the video. You can just listen to the song and pick up what they're trying to get across. Well, have you listened to the entirety of Operation Mindcrime? Oh yeah, or Not seen the in video? About Twenty-five years. Or seen the video? Honestly. Like the fucking yeah. dude. Like that was a great fucking. That was a. You have to listen to the whole album straight through. Like mm-hmm, you have to mm-hmm. listen to the whole. That's straight through. But I mean, you got. You know, you, it's just it's like you know. I don't know. It was it's like the, the wall age. of metal. Yeah, right. It was. I mean, that's what the shit they were cramming down our throat then. And then fucking Alice in Chains came out and said, "Now we're way fucking better." Yeah, you know, it's like no. Oh. I do remember. I do remember in like guitar Queen's world, guitar for practicing as a musician and all that shit. That when they would interview, yeah, uh, Chris DeGarmo was that his name no from Queens, right? No one's ever heard of this I song. And yes, you are correct. Uh, they would. They would. They would say, you know, you guys get compared to uh, Pink Floyd a lot with the way you write cinematic concept albums. Is that are you okay with that? And he's like, well, I mean, I would never compare us to Floyd, but yeah, I, we, that is something that we 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 want to do. We want to tell a story. We're not just going to get up and be like, "Who likes pussy?" Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I get though that like you know Jeff Tate's voice is a little fucking like nails on a chalkboard a lot of times. I don't mind, but it. the 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 it's a music, bandy for right? My but taste. the music behind it is it's relatively technical you know what i mean yes it's, it's, it's pretty good music it's like rush i mean you know fucking Getty well i know uh, when like, wow. when jerry cantrell uh, did his first solo tour chris DeGarmo would play uh guitar for him oh, in his right touring on. band right yeah but like look at a band like dream theater full of just yeah. no doubt accomplished mu- musicians who are extremely talented I still don't listen to any of their out. music. No, I can't do Dream Theater. <laughs> no, I don't listen. I won't listen to a single song. But I will say, hats off to you. You are yeah, right, a fantastic right, drummer and right. guitar player and everything else in yeah. the band. I, I don't like Dream Theater because I I don't like Dream Theater fans. Right. <laughs> you know what? Right. Speaking of fans, speaking of it's fans, like the all right. line of the slow song. It's not the I, consolidated. 
that he, they hate it's their fans. <laughs> right. The, the, I had never heard the Dropkick Murphys, okay? But mm-hmm. I had literally bumped into three of their fans like on who separate are all occasions assholes. who are all fucking assholes. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, fuck that band. They have the stupidest fans in the oh world. Oh my god, man. Dude, We're dude, shipping out to Boston. Well, dude, it's like, motherfucker, I'm like six foot fucking four with red hair. Your motherfucking ass should be kissing mine because that's what you listen to. It's homage to me, bitches. The fuck you looking at? You ain't yeah. wicked hot. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah dude, it... A biohazard. Gets. There's a wicked hard band. Wicked hard. Wicked hard. Wicked hard. It's a wicked hard band. You're retarded. No, you are. It's retarded. Yeah. Fucking retarded. Don't park the car too far from the bar. Oh, they hate that when you do yeah, that I shit. Know, in New I England. do it too. I they, do. They it. hate that shit. I fucking do it. I too. spent two years in New England. They fucking hate that shit. Where's the car? I parked it too far from the it's bar. It's car. Anyway, it's not <laughs> car. Car. It's got to come from the gut. And there's a different accent up in Maine. There's a different accent in New no, Hampshire. No, see, I Maine probably would have liked this band if I would have heard them before I met three of their fucking asshole fans. And then you got Rhode Island that sounds like Boston and Long Island fucked yeah. because <laughs> no, Long Island uh, is not that far away from Block yeah. Island, so you had a lot of people you know filter what, up you know from New York into Rhode Island. And is when I know somebody's from New York. Oh, what part of Boston are New you York. from? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, it's... <laughs> Fuck you! Like, I've become... I, I, I didn't know you were from Boston. Fuck you, eh? But I'm to, I'm to that point now. I can tell New York. I can tell oh, New I can England. Too, yeah. and I can tell New York and Boston really easy. I work, I work with a New Yorker, and I talk like I game with a New Yorker, and I game with a guy that's Everybody's from pal in New York, by yeah. the way, too. Yeah, so it's your it's, it's buddy or pal in New York. See, I when I from when I lived in New York, I brought back the I don't say buddy, I say bud. I brought that back with me. I everywhere like when I'm at work, someone comes in. How you doing, bud? What can we get for you? And everyone I work with goes, "Why the fuck you call everyone bud?" I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm not gonna call him chief or boss. <laughs> I what like up, walking bud? into the the, the uh, you know party store hey, gas station and being like, "What's up, boss? What's up, chief?" Boss, like, yeah, <laughs> buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, I hey, don't buddy. do any of that My shit. friend. Do. My friend. Buddy. Purpose, my friend. Uh, my friend, buddy. Hey, buddy. How you doing, my friend? It's $3. I give to you for only two. Yeah. My, the, here's, here's the really funny part is that uh, when I first started hearing, hey, yo, what up, doe? <sighs> okay, <laughs> first of all, first of all, hey, yo. Doe? What up, doe? Boy? What up, doe? No, that's that. Literally, when I first started hearing that about, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, maybe a little bit longer here in Detroit, I was like, okay, hey, yo, I've heard, I heard that down south two decades ago. And what up, though? The only other place I hear him say that, I've ever heard him say that on the regular, is Florida. And when you try to tell people, because there's a song called, I'm from Detroit, and in my city we say, what up, though? I'm like, no, nah, actually they you say it in Orlando. You know, no, yes. Hot sucker, motherfucker. I know what you're saying. Do you know what I am saying? Yeah, I believe I know what you are saying. I hope you get syphilis and your nose rots off before you die. You know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Cocksucker. But yeah, no. Yeah, in Florida, and people are like, no, no. And I pulled up a fucking video from a guy in Florida, and he's going... What up, though? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to shut up. Go ahead. Have your fun. <laughs> no, keep going. Yeah. We're having our fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. The laugh isn't at your expense, Rich. Trust me. I call it honky-tonk. I think you missed it. Honky-talk. Honky honky talk. Talk. Not, oh, 
Never mind. <laughs> you know, the Ninjack was going Bitch. much better than this at this point. Rich, what, are you, what are you bitching about? You're the blackest one here. Until, the, until I'm pulled over by the cops, I'm like, Cheerio, officer. Is all my paperwork straight? Am I allowed to go with the warning? Okay, thank you. Good morning, sir. Good morning, officer. Is there a problem, officer? How may I be of assistance Yes. Well, we talked about last last time about someone at my work declaring certain people uh, uh, of African-American descent less black than others. Mm-hmm. We Once we all sat down and, and, and had that conversation, uh, my buddy who I work with, Ryan, was like, let that bitch drive through Livonia and let me drive through Livonia and we'll see who's fucking black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So basically... You know, I'm like she's calling you. Always see the black half. Yeah, they don't see. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Obama's black man, right? But his mom's white. But he's a black man. To the cops, he looks black. (laughs) He's a black man. (laughs) And the white half got him elected. Yeah, right. Let's not. He looks. He looks darker than Jay with a sunburn. Pull him over. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's why it's like I don't go tanning because I I got to keep my ability to drive through. Certain neighborhoods <laughs> with impunity. Yep. Hey, what's up, officer? What the hell? Hi, officer. How are we doing today? Good afternoon, officer. How may I be of assistance? How you about them Red Wings, officer? Yeah. Hey, I know what you are saying. You don't have to keep asking. Do you know what I am saying? Do you know what I am saying? Yeah, I believe I know what you are saying. Do you know what I am saying? Officer. <laughs> I like that last one because he said it with such authority. Oh, he did. He has. He's got a pissed look on his face when he said it too. He's pointing at you and stuff. He's talking to one of his bitches. Mm-hmm. Got bitches be tripping. You, just, you got to put him in line, man. Is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch? Type shit. You have to do that. Bitches it's not easy, but it is necessary. Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook. Following us on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. Thanks for all of the new followers on Twitter. Unregimented. Appreciate it. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free by clicking through the iTunes banner on ChristopherMedia.net. Android users, you can find the show on Stitcher Radio. If you like what we do and you would like to show your support for us, you can donate to CRISPR Media by using the PayPal button on CRISPRmedia.net. Please click through the Amazon banner and bookmark the page. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, it will help to show your support for CRISPR Media. Every Monday through Friday, you can check out a new episode of our Christopher Media show. Monday and Thursday, you get Unregimented. Tuesdays, you're going to get the Weisman Podcast Nugget, which is the precursor for the big show on Fridays. Wednesdays, you have the Projection Booth. Check those guys out, projection-booth.com. A lot of buzz starting to circle those guys. Check them out. Even uh, we were interviewing a podcaster from Canada a few weeks back, and he shouted them out. So they got reach. People like them. Check them out every Wednesday, Projection Booth. ChristopherMedia.net. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. That's who we use to host all of the Christopher Media shows, and when you sign up for HostGator by clicking through our link, you're helping to support ChristopherMedia.net. DraftKings.com, daily fantasy sports leagues, no season-long commitments. You can enter free or paid contests and win your share of over $200 million in prizes. Football's done, but we got basketball. There's even fantasy MMA now. Still curious on how that works. And baseball season coming up. I know about a month here, baseball drafts are going to be starting, but if it's sports, they got it on DraftKings.com. There's there's fantasy something. When you click through the DraftKings banner at ChristopherMedia.net, you will get a free first-time deposit bonus when you sign up for Draft kings.com have you ever heard ben folds five version of bitches ain't shit oh yeah no. you never heard not. that no 
It's hilarious. And the video is a fan video, and it's the white. It, it makes the Dynamite Hack video look like NWA straight out of Compton. So it's 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 funny in that aspect. Like and if, it's, you, it's, if you hate it's whiter than Dynamite Hack, that's pretty white. They're on a golf course in sweaters, man. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to get whiter than that. <laughs> oh, you got to play that top one next. It's a ukulele cover. That bitches ain't shit. Oh, I've heard those. Yeah, yeah. I have not. Bitches ain't shit. Bitches ain't shit. Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Like all these nuts and suckers. <laughs> get the fuck out after you're done. And I hops in my ride to make a quick run. I used to know a bitch named Eric Wright. We used to roll around and fuck the hoes at night. Then we got eight. Tighter than motherfucking gangster beats. And we was balling on the motherfucking Compton streets. Peep that shit got deep and it was on. Number one song after number one song. This is the first cover of this type that I remember hearing, but this inspired so many people to take some nasty rap song and do some, like, acoustic version of it. Well, it really puts the absurdity of the lyrics out on Front Street when you actually hear someone just oh. singing it oh. so Did you hear about fucking Dr. Dre? What about him? He said he'd cover Suge Knight's $25 million fell off. bond. <laughs> he would cover Suge, cover Suge Knight's $25 million bond if he apologized to Snoop Dogg and allowed Snoop Dogg to have the rights to his songs. That's never going to happen. <laughs> I know, but Dr. Dre dropped that shit. Well, Did you, he fucking passed out in court when they dropped his bond. Yeah, but th- yeah, this is this is basically $25 million to Aaron, get Suge Knight. You need a reminder? To get him out of the fucking country, yeah, and leave the rights of the songs behind. Yeah. Well, because you know he I, ain't coming. He gets if he gets out on bail. Yeah. Out on bail, gone. California dreaming. Where the oh, fuck is Suge Knight gonna go that nobody's gonna know who he is? Man. I don't know. He's, he's gonna, gonna go shack up with uh, he's gonna go over who's the that director? Yeah, yeah, he's him and Roman Polanski. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna shack up with Roman Polanski. Yeah. <laughs> Great no extradition. Uh, no, the best, the best one, Jay. This is before you uh, joined our merry band of misfits here. Was we were sitting there, and we were, it was it was our it was our drunken episode. Everyone was drunk. So Chris and Aaron and we had done one episode we can we started drinking we got really drunk we were like fuck it let's do another one and right off rip street fucking chris plays og original gangster and i'm talking to chris while he's playing it and out the corner of my eye i see aaron just fucking getting down man like just grooving and i look over and i'm like chris you gotta stop man hold on a sec dude you're killing me right now and he's like i cannot not groove to this beat man no man and i was like dude dre hooks me every fucking time dude every time dude so does Ice T, man. Motherfucker gets me every fucking time. Yeah. All these guys. Do. I was in Atlantic City last week and heard he was at the Trump Taj Mahal. Nice. Where I was. Really? I did not see him, but heard he was there. So that everyone on the fucking all the whispers were around the casino. Ice T. Solving the case. I like how that shit was going down. Yeah, this is. By the I way, iced tea and cocoa sounds like the worst drink ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no sounds like they're trying to come up with Arnold Palmer's. Let's try iced tea and cocoa. No. Nope. <laughs> Next. Nobody likes chocolate <laughs> lemons. 
<laughs> yeah, my new reality show, Milk and Orange Juice. Yeah. <laughs> What's the up Chuck factor on that? Uh, That's like too bad Mike's hey. not here. He's gagging. He was gonna come by. Yeah, what happened to him? I don't know. I just, I'm just gonna say, "What's up, curds and whey?" When he curds gets. What up, Chunky Milk? <laughs> Chewy Milk? Uh, That's no, his nickname, Curds and Way. That's my pimp name, Chunky Milk. Mint, toothpaste, Jägermeister, and orange juice. Oh. Oh. That'll make your asshole pucker. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not really. Open it up. <laughs> well, if we ever have to rape Chris, we now know what to give him. It'll be like <laughs> a fine brown mist. <laughs> we're like, we're, hold him down, Jay. This is for your own good, Chris. Drink this. Drink oh. this. It's okay. If you ever want to rape Chris, you just got to give him a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Just make sure dinner's involved. We all set. Hey, I'm the fat one here. You're taking me to Texas Day Brazil? Hell yeah. (laughs) You can buy me a steak. Oh, shit. <laughs> Treading dangerous waters here. We 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 motherfuckers need Jesus. That's what that shit is. That's just all there is to it. Y'all motherfuckers need science. That's what you need. <laughs> 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 oh, by the way, uh, I think it was Chris that sent it about uh, Stephen A. Smith. I know you guys. Uh, well, t- I know that that oh, half yeah. of our crew isn't into uh, isn't into sports and might not know who Stephen A. Smith is. He's a sports reporter who. Uh, he tends to say rather inflammatory things about race and and stuff to get attention because that's apparently Rob Parker doesn't do it enough. Well, that I think uh, that's what he. I think ESPN oh, yeah, pays yeah, him reading, to fucking to be that like story. that. Because yeah, you notice they put him against Skip Bayless, the whitest man on the face. Because you notice when he made those comments about Ray 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 Rice's wife, he didn't lose his job; he just got suspended. Other nature's call. Yeah. You know, but then again, Bill Simmons didn't get fired either. He he got suspended, but he also fucking dared ESPN to do something. But yeah, his point of if 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 the you know African American community as a whole wants to make a point to our political system, they should all vote Republican because then it would show the Republicans, hey, look, you're losing out on a on a on a base that is strong enough to sway an election for you. Mm-hmm. Because what ninety two point something percent of African Americans who voted said they voted for Obama. Well, here's where I say he's he's right, but he's wrong. If he if 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 he really wants to make that point. Have him vote for a third party. Yeah. Have him show that uh, that just what is it? I think it's well. I, what I don't forgive my numbers. Forgive my numbers. I think it's t- between twelve. It's estimated between twelve and eighteen percent of the U.S. population is uh, identify as African American. Okay. So that would be enough to to have a showing of a third party candidate for president that would make the media go, well, we have to fucking, and especially if it's all black people saying they voted for him, we have to address this. We can't just sweep this under the rug. We can't say, you know, the right got this, the left got this, and then, of course, you know, down here, you know, libertarians and the Green Party and Nader got this and, you know, whatever. But, you know, meanwhile. Yeah, why is he telling him to pick the party that probably has their interests in mind the least out of any party? Because it has nothing to do with the party. His whole point was there's a whole section of voters out there that are disenfranchised with a certain party and, and right. it's what rich said is if enough of them vote the other way just to make that point to show that hey we're here it, it could With, well, it could maybe maybe may, just, uh, lots of maybes here big giant maybe maybe start shifting their ideals a little bit as a party I think that's where he's going with that right like going, okay hey, stop ignoring black pe-. I think his whole point right. is hey black people are here they're not going away right 
<laughs> you know, you better fucking. We're here. Get, we're queer. Get you. Yeah, we're here. We're black. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> you know, I mean, like. We're here. We're right. black. Fuck off. Take it back. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I, I do understand his point. I, I do. I agree with Rich, though. I think his point would have been made a lot stronger if he just told them to vote other. But I think another reason he's doing it, too. I mean, that's a that's a pretty bold thing as a black man to talk about. Hey, black people right. vote for Republicans. It's something you know, that he knows is going to get pressed. Yeah, it's going to get pressed. But it's going to keep too, people if you talking think about, about it. Him. He's putting himself out on a limb. And because we, we've talked about this before, when you're black in America, this was the on the unairable episode. We were all super hammered. <laughs> But when you're black in America, you're being judged by two. You're being judged not only by white people, but you're also being judged by your own community. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, I think, kind of. But you're also, I mean, you're you're an African-American talking about African-American issues. So it's not like they're going to fire them. No, no, I know. No, but I'm talking about. His bosses are probably white. No, but I'm talking about he is probably going to get a shitload of backlash from his own community calling him a sellout. And all this other shit because of what he said. Well, yeah. Stacy Dash, Stacy Dash came out uh, against, and I'm not going to fact Stacey check it. Dash, the hot black chick from Clueless. Oh yeah. yes, Stacy Dash came out against something to do with Barack Obama. I'm I, I don't remember exactly what it is. It, it's not important. Race the point is, is that she she criticized Barack Obama, and there was just. A huge backlash online towards her. You know, you fucking Oreo, you yes. fucking So you're panda, not allowed to have an opinion. You're not a real black right. woman. Yeah. So and when Rob Parker, who's another sports journalist, called Robert Griffin III, who's a quarterback in the NFL, who's black, and his uh, fiance might even be his wife by now, uh, is white, he said, well, th- he was asked, why doesn't Robert Griffin get the... Uh, as a black quarterback in the NFL, the type of love that Michael Vick gets. And he goes, because he's a corny brother. He's corny. Basically, we all know what that means. That's saying he's an Uncle Tom. Mm -hmm. You know, he talks, quote, unquote, white. And I'm sure that's how Rob Parker would say it. You know, but if you got him alone, he'd be like, he ain't real. He ain't keeping it real. He's a fucking, he's he's a corny-ass brother. He's a fucking, you know. Which is funny, because if you hear Rob Parker talk, he talks the same way. But anyway. Exactly. By the way, Rob Parker will say anything to keep his name in the headlines. So I am am so, ugh, to even bring up the, the gentleman. But anyone who knows sports reports. Reporters knows Rob Parker's a jackass. There's really no point to have the conversation. And, and and just and I'm white and I and I grew up with the you know my one black friend whatever. But I mean I like had a really good friend of mine growing up was a black guy. And what's the just you have chosen to to become educated and chosen to speak the language correctly as you were taught and you get sing and. It, you get that talking white bullshit. What is that? Right. You know. I mean, let, let's face it. I've, Bryant Gumble, uh, Alfonso yeah, Ribeiro, they've been the target of fucking jokes throughout the years, but just because they bothered to educate themselves, but like, what the fuck is that? Where I can't agree with you is that the idea that certain people are speaking the language correctly and others aren't, because we really are talking about a separate dialect here. You know, it's it's a different version of English that they are speaking. And I've and I, I and, said and, this, and I said this at, at its core function, it's about communication, and if they're able to communicate with the people that they need to more effectively with that language, rather than you know using not buying the, it, man, not buying because you go hold on, man, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I have to give me one sec. Let me flow on this one for a second because I, I'm, I am kind of agreeing with Aaron here. I had this conversation with a manager who's black, and I'm like, look, man, let's be honest here. Your your people, where, where are they from? He's like down south. I'm like, same as same as my people. All right. Mm-hmm. It, on a long enough timeline, all of our grandparents, great-grandparents, whatever, somehow, for the most part, settled down south, moved to the Midwest. There are things that I can have. I can have entire conversations with my family from the, from the south that if my friends who had family who came in through New York and then, you know, migrated to Michigan and Detroit, they'd go, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's because it's not, it's not, it's based more in Southern culture. Like the word untelling. Like, uh, <laughs> the what word? Untelling. Untelling? Untelling. This is, this is, this is exactly what that word means. Hey, uh, hey Rich, man, uh, when's your boy going to be here? I don't know. It's untelling, man. He's, a, you know, <laughs> that means, I don't know. He, he's, you know, he, it's, he's always late. He could be here on time. He could not be here on time. It's untelling. You can't, you don't know. That's basically what it means. Same as bless your heart down south could mean 15 different things. If, if, right, if depending you, on it. Yeah, how do you use it? You could. You guys yeah. are talking about like phrases and like colloquialism stuff. I'm talking about people just choosing to have diction getting fucking yeah but you go down south and talk to talk to people who are working poor or working class down south white or black they're going to say let me ask you a question they're not going to say let me ask you a question they're going to drop the g from everything they say that ends with ing everything's my whole family from down south says fitting fitting to do this fitting to do that yeah that's but that could be considered talking black up here but that's just talking southern to them and that's how they see it so i Mm -hmm. that's why i'm i'm siding with aaron on this one okay but rich you're from the south you live in detroit you're talking no i'm from detroit right now no he he's using a dialect that is going to be most effective for communication with who who he's talking to i will say this my grandfather my grandfather one of my grandfathers died when i was five we went down south for the funeral we spent about three weeks down there um and i was about four and a half maybe five the whole family has a story every time I see him when I when I go back down south. How when I came down there, they were like, you were like a proper little man, the way you talked. And by the end of those three weeks, you were talking like one of us. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember it. It's just, it's something that's, it, it's almost like I absorbed. And yeah. when I go when I go down there now, I talk to them like I'm talking to you guys. I mean, I have a tendency when I get excited to, you know, diss and dat. And, and it's just, it's how I am. I can't. I can't help it. People make fun of it, whatever. So fucking be it. And but I don't see it as I'm trying to imitate a race. I I just revert back to the way my family talks. When my dad got pissed, he wasn't using quote unquote proper English. In fact, when my dad got pissed, if you heard him, you probably think, why is he sounds like the dad from Good Times? Like seriously, that's that I. Growing up, I watched that show and I was, I'd laugh and love it because I'm like, that's, that's my dad right there. That's how he talks. That's how he is. Well, so, I mean, even down to boy, come here, boys, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he'd just start reaching for his belt and he'd be like, you know, to, to Michael, the youngest and Michael would go, okay, forget it, dad. And he goes, that's what I thought. Bet you won't do that again. That's exactly how my father talked. And right. he was born in, in, in Johnson City, Tennessee. So well, I think the difference here, though, is that any regardless of race, a, a more educated person understands that there's different dialects, there's different phrases that are used, and depending on who they're talking to, they will adjust. See, I ha- that's where some I, some people I do it. fear that. Uh, I, yeah, every, I do it. I adjust. Yeah. Um, that's you, where you I, pick, that's you I pick the language that's you? most effective for the people that you're talking to, but some people because, can't get past that, and they feel like, well, oh, you know, I'm from the hood, and this is how we talk, so if I go somewhere else and I talk to somebody who's not from the hood, then I, and change the way that I talk or pronounce things 
things differently. I'm going to be a traitor to uh, who I am and where I grew up and my people, which is a ridiculous concept. But yeah, I think that's, that's where you get this not willing to uh, go outside of your normal dialect for more effective communication, like getting a job. See, my thing is, is that I see, Mr. I Lock with Dog... My- I have a. I see here under your hobbies is you like smoking weed, drinking forties, and all types of ill, ill shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Can you drive a car Hell. with or without the boot? Yeah. Sex. Hell. Woo! That was fun. Let's do it again. Hey, where's the radio in this bitch? Yeah. Uh, but no, I. Yeah. yeah. I, there ain't no seatbelts. I, I have I, I I have some friends. Um, thankfully, as they've gotten older, they don't do this much as much as they used to. But depending on the crowd that they're surrounded by, they will fall back into the habit of you know instead of the way we talk when we're with each other, which is a mixture of of you know I guess we'd say Detroit slang, suburb slang, and because most of my friends family do come from down south you know southern slang as well they just revert right to what they think all black people talk like wow, and, all, yeah. and all of a sudden you start hearing like a bunch more uh yo dog and you know this Shit. this and that and i'm like look man do you understand that black people if you if you ask a, the average black person when a white person starts doing that what do they think they're like this cheesy ass motherfucker what's his problem you can't be like yo dog and shit like that right I mean, no for me it's about more effective communication it doesn't matter if i'm correct if i'm using you know perfect english and i'm pronouncing everything the way it says in the dictionary you know i sound like a midwestern newscaster if i have to repeat myself or explain what the fuck it is i'm talking about then i'm not being effective if i can do that in a word or phrase that i don't normally use but i know that person is going to understand immediately and that's the one that i use well i remember growing up i had a friend and know what i mean yeah yeah you know i know saying? what you're saying i know what, <laughs> i went the white yes version. i know what you're saying know what there's I mean, no reason to keep asking <laughs> <laughs> wow wow know what i mean burn wow. i had a friend growing up i remember uh talking to him and i said something and he said what wait, what and i went to go try to explain myself and he's he was like, "Why are you? Why are you all of a sudden talking down to me?" And I was yeah. like, "I didn't realize." Right. I was. He goes, "And I can't remember. I cannot remember the phrase. I had it in my head before we went to the normal saying Vern because now I got Jim Varney stuck in my fucking head. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, but I, fuck, it's just Ernest goes to camp now, stuck in my head. I, I, I <laughs> forget it. Edit this out. Doesn't matter. If it comes back to me, I'll I'll, I'll bring it up. Sorry. <laughs> Derailed your train of thought there. Uh, yes, yes, thank you. But oh no, no. But something I I will say is I, I get what you're I get where you're coming from, Aaron. As far as you want to communicate effectively to the person you're talking to, but at the same time, y- you can't have a condescending way of talking to somebody and expect them yeah to respect what you you know I what you're saying. If customers if if a customer walks in, all. Pretty much all customers walk in, and I'm like, hey, how you doing, bud? Or how's it going? What can we get for you today? That's how I address customers, because that's the acceptable way. Mm-hmm. White, white, black doesn't matter. We had, literally, when I say African Americans, I mean, these motherfuckers were wearing dashikis 
and sounded like the black dude from Next Friday who come in bitching about his CD to Pinkies. I mean, it was like, this is some bullshit. And I, I can't do it with the proper accent. And I was like, I, I, and I looked at the guy and I'm like, sir, I'm sorry. I don't understand what you're saying. Dude, but you know what? I deal with those guys all the time. I deal with Indians. I deal with Arabic people. And you know what? I speak how I speak. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If I don't understand them, I go, hey, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? You know? Yes. And, I, and, and they'll and, do the same thing to me. Like, hey, I didn't get you. You talk fast and you speak English very well. Slow down. They'll tell me. Like, yeah. hey, slow down. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, uh, I, I, I just think it yes, goes deeper. They... It just seems like all of a sudden the last 10 like, I don't know. Remember, you guys can all attest to this. When we were growing up, high school, it was cool to know things and be smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in, being intellectual wasn't demonized as I feel like in the last 10 years. All, I mean, Rich, I'm sure you remember Bill Hicks talking about the anti-intellectualism. Like, I think the last 10 years, fucking, it's just on a speed train to fucking hell. Remember remember the Chris Chris Rock uh, stand-up from, like, I want to say 95, 96, where he's talking about, you know, if you get get more respect getting out of prison than you do getting out of college. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're like, I got my master's. Oh, got your master's. What the fuck that means? It means you're my master? Fuck you, (laughs) You're my master now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's and he's like and he's like he, when he when he when he said it, it was funny as hell because I knew two or three people that were like that. Now it's it's sad because I know a lot of people like that, and it transcends race, economic, you know, status, what, where what where your family came from, what school you went to. It doesn't fucking matter. You could have went to Catholic Central, you could have went to Cast Tech, and if you act like an ignorant ass for some reason, that's better. Yeah. Than acting like someone yeah, who because who, you're who keeping it real intelligently about a subject because you're keeping it real and keeping shit real but fucking throwing money to the state. You get more respect coming out of jail than school. You get no respect coming out of school. You come out of jail, you're the fucking man. Where's your back up? You come out of school, nobody gives a fuck. Hey, man, I got out of school, got my master's. So what, bitch? You punk ass bitch. Don't come around with all that reading and shit. Don't come around with all that counting shit. I can count two. One, two, four, five, so what? You count these rocks, rocks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like Chris Rock, man. You can have, have a master's degree. Niggas don't care. Hey, man, I got my master's. Would you my master now? I'm supposed to listen to your punk ass? Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you. So what you got a master? So what you got a motherfucking master? Oh, you the smart art nigga, huh? You the smart art nigga. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Can you kick my, my ass? <laughs> and you know what? That's That was a joke 20 years ago. Now, not so much. No. Not so much. Idiocracy, man. That That's like... It's like knowing things now has this stigma on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know what? On the other hand, though, nerd culture is a... It's very popular now. No, but it's, be, but it's become a cartoon version of nerd culture. Yeah. It's become what the Big Bang Theory has told us what nerds should be. Right. Oh, right. look at me. I wear, We're, you know, big rim glasses. Right, yeah. And, and I like Star oh. Trek and on Star one, Wars. On one I was side of it, to. yeah, I... Uh, what one of the main characters from uh, Big Bang Theory is a scientist. Actually, they all are scientists. Okay, so they're all scientists. Yes, I thought Howard was an engineer. But then oh, they're all sorry. <laughs> but they're they're also obsessed with like uh, you know uh, comic book shit too. And mm-hmm. I fucking you hate know? that show. Yeah, yeah I, hate go, the, I hate that show. They too, go down by to the way. comic book store every yeah. episode usually. Okay. Yeah. 
I know that Chris hasn't watched it because we brought up this, know, this show before. Jay, have you ever watched the, the show The Wire? No, fuck yeah. Okay, now, I, okay, Aaron and I, Aaron and I, well, we can How attest to this. How the fuck did she get in? In the season two of The Wire, when, uh, no, just, just give me a second, just give me a second. When, when Avon Barksdale's cousin D when he's in prison with Avon do you remember they're all trading comic books like like all the all the lower level guys who were in there they're all like hey man do you like ultimate spider-man or spider-man better like i mean do you okay i hear jay giggling back there well, no, all right no, no, so. no, no, no. the, the cat is fucking clawing him. his lap and he's trying <laughs> okay. to not scream yes, dude, she just jumped but in my lap and it was do you i mean do you do you remember do you remember that when they, like they would they, literally d worked in the uh d'angelo worked in the library and it was his, you know, people never came to him and said, at one point, they, they're they talking about, did you read uh, The Great Gatsby? And he's sitting in a class with like 10 people, but they had he had like 20 people going, hey, you know that Spider-Man comic, et cetera, et cetera. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yep. it was, it was, yes, yes, I know what you're saying. I give, I give up. I give up. Dude, hey, no, 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 no. No, Rich's point is the yeah. movie of the book will be seen by right. more people than will actually yeah. read the book. Right. Well, it, or the TV show or oh, the graphic yeah. novel. Comic, comic book culture. Comic book culture was was not portrayed as cool. It was portrayed as the lower level drug, you know, the maybe the, the lieutenants and the captains. We're in there when they're in prison. That's what they're reading. That's what they're you know doing. And when the guys who were were higher level were actually reading novels and trying to you know do something with their time besides hey uh, what you you know what do you think about the new Green Lantern etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's funny how now that comic books have become part of nerd culture to where I, I really think nerd culture like quote unquote nerd culture has been co opted to the point where it's a way to safely put a group of people into a corner and go, well, they like this and they like that and they like this. And yeah, they, they might actually know about quantum physics and shit like that and string theory. Hmm. But what the fuck does that really help you in the real world? It See, doesn't. Man, you know what? So go sit in your fucking corner and know your little shit, play your video games, right. and you'll be fine. They're downplaying the science what you side of it. for? Because yeah. science is not... Right. Science is just popular these days. Yeah, it is. And what pisses me off is that growing up, I never thought of myself as a nerd for reading comic books just the same way as i never thought of myself as a and i'm about to use an early 90s buzzword wigger for listening to fucking rap mm -hmm. i never thought of it that was way. Hey, real quick speaking of the wire and nerd culture did you see that idris elba is possibly going to play the villain in star trek 3 who idris elba you know who he is no, what? yeah, Stringer, Stringer, Stringer yeah. Bell, yeah. Stringer Bell. But no, who's he going to, what villain? Is it an unnamed villain? Unnamed, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just, he's I'll watch him in anything, but to have him, yeah. It, he, it, Even in Prometheus, I liked him, and I hated that movie for the most right. part. You and everybody else. <laughs> I was like, this isn't got shit to do with aliens for the most part. Fuck this. And he was the most intense uh, ass guardian of any of them. Oh God, I forgot. Yeah, he was. He was the guardian of the uh, of the Rainbow Bridge. Yes, thank you, thank yeah. you. I, how did I forget that when it was the name of a Hendrix album? <laughs> I have no idea at this point. <laughs> Shit, but yeah, yeah. God, I forgot about that. Yeah, fucking yeah. He's uh, there's a show that he's on that I've seen on Netflix. I guess it's called Luther, and I get because he is from. Oh yeah, he is from England. Yeah, well, he's British. Yeah, have you ever? I've heard him interviewed. 
Yeah, and, and uh, it's weird to see Stringer like, yeah. So, so anyways, I was having some Earl Grey, and yeah. I decided to. And I I'm like, doing Stringer? Shakespeare in uh, in Great Britain, and uh, I I want I want you to tell me about a forty degree day, Spr- Stringer. That's what I want, you know, like <laughs> like a fifty degree day. Shit, motherfuckers get their barbecue on thirties degrees. They're gonna start bitching. Forty degrees. No one gives a fuck about a forty degrees, and y'all niggas give me way too many forty degree days lately. Just fucking, <laughs> he meant that. Shit. Shit. And I was like, God damn, I'm gonna have to go out there and start slinging a ground stash. Shit, Stringer's pissed. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, he was by far my favorite character on The Wire. Hey, man, I have to admit, uh, spoiler alert for no one who's watched The Wire and wants to. His, his, the way he went out, though, he fucking was like, Yeah. He went out, he was like, So fuck it. It looks like there ain't nothing I can say. So just get on with it, motherfucker. And I yep. was like, Yep. Pretty much how you know, right? Which is crazy because, like, loving a character like that, usually your favorite episode isn't likely to be the one where they they get killed. Yeah, but that exactly. is one of my favorite Stringer Bell episodes. <laughs> when he's talking, when he goes out like boy, a fucking gangster, straight straight gangster, more than Avon. Yeah, when Avon gets popped, he's just like, <laughs> as far as the federal money's concerned, he's everything. False at the goose. Oh, oh, we got Clive Davis up in here now. Yeah. <laughs> she. Major crimes. She. Ain't gonna come talk to me about money laundering in West Baltimore? She. Looking forward to working with you. Shouldn't you be dead to me? She. easy on you, son. Pie in the sky. She. Partner. And it's your people up in my shit. Not no feds, not no fake people from Annapolis. It's motherfuckers from talks. my own city. Not no pink people from Annapolis. Partner, you should be paying me a fee. Maurice Doby? For governor of my state? Shit. <laughs> Classic shit. <laughs> Classic shit. <laughs> <laughs> now what's funny is if you go back and watch 25th hour his his character is one of the cops that bust edward norton yeah and he's like you ever heard of the rockefeller drug laws you're gonna have fun upstate she <laughs> <laughs> little nod like, there <laughs> I'm like, wait right. isn't that the same or maybe i'm getting confused i thought the writer who did the 25th hour was involved in the wire maybe 25th 25th hour was a novel so he might have been yeah brought and they had a lot of uh novel writers yeah the, the guy who wrote or, clockers they yeah. brought him in too he actually had a role as one of the uh politicians in oh, season three i can't remember off the top oh, of my really? head but yeah dude i can nerd out on the wire like i the wire is something that like i i tried to turn everyone on to and then when after trying for so long and people just bucked me on it and we're like i don't i, don't, I can't i fuck i don't want to watch a police procedure procedural show i'm like that's not what it is but if that's what you think then fuck you go back to like true blood i mean no offense to anyone watch true blood but <laughs> but it's yeah. a soap opera i mean i watched <laughs> but, it all but titties. i knew it i knew what it was with titties but yeah. but yeah but when i find someone who actually will sit down and, and start watching the wire i'm like you're gonna learn. Each season has its each season has its own personality. Each season focuses on, in its own little subtle way, the death of the American dream through one city, Baltimore. And that's why people. I hate season two. Season about the docks. I think it's one of the the best seasons because it it breaks it down. It tells you like right there, the working class cannot survive without turning to crime and it also shows you how the drugs get into Baltimore yeah 
you know, so. Okay, so I was almost there, but David Benioff is the author of The 25th Hour, and he is also the co-creator and showrunner of Game of Thrones, not The Wire. Really? Yeah. That is very strange, because that means the guy who wrote 25th Hour is pretty young. I mean, we're talking he's, younger. He's uh, 45. Oh, he, he's, a, he's also... He's a young-looking 45, because the two guys I've seen credited as doing, creating Game of Thrones, bringing it to HBO, looked like some young guys. Like, we're talking late 20s, early 30s. He's married to Amanda (coughs) Peet. To who? He's married to Amanda Peet. Good for him. Hey, you know, I mean, she's kind of... Not gonna about a lot much, you know, much ass, but Game of Thrones comes face. back in what, like yeah, two weeks? Is, <laughs> she's my type, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, flat ass, flat titties. Yeah, she's yeah, falling right. on my side of the yard. I'm taking that one. <laughs> Actually, when this is airing, will probably be the week that Game of Thrones started. Yeah, which to me, I don't give a fuck about. You don't because in Game of Thrones? No, because no, because it's just the same night Silicon Valley starts again. Yes, thank you. I forgot about that. What's it's April twelfth. Silicon it? Valley starts. Oh again. yeah. Uh, it follows up Game of Thrones. I can't. Oh man, I can't wait. I think T.J. Miller's fucking hilarious. So you're show. caught up now on on Silicon Valley. Oh, oh I yeah, seen, yeah, oh, yeah, we've, yeah, seen, we've seen, them. seen them all. Both seasons. Well, no, I remember so far. you said that uh, Aaron had only showed you the episode where he smacked the kid. Oh, dude, we had a day like, where I, we I smoked all... weed all day and watched the whole season. I no. think I showed yeah. you that one, and you're like, that's what, yeah. <laughs> "Holy no, shit!" Yeah, that's what got me into it. Seeing the scene where he lets. Have you seen Silicon Valley, no. Jay? All right, see if you can I pull find that a up. Scene. I just got to find a scene. He tries to score. ruin anything for me either. No, so no, 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 no. I'm not a TV guy. You know, there's a scene where T.J. Miller's character tries to score some Ridlin. <laughs> he goes to the neighbor kid for it. There it is. I can there see it. Is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't the second one? What? No. <laughs> you said you could code for 48 hours. Yeah, you know this is two minutes. Let's just find a T.J. Miller. Yeah, I think part. it was the second one down on that. Yeah. See, there he is pointing at the kid. Isn't oh, that- no, it's a, it's like a funniest moment. You know what? I'll find it in here. I'll just... Hold on here. Let me... All right, Jay, here's the setup on this scene. They're working with some, like, 12-year-old coder who can, like, do all kinds of crazy shit they can't. All right. And to do it, he needs Adderall. They're right. running out of Adderall. He's been up for two days, falling asleep. They got a deadline. They got to meet it. Uh, the guy who's ahead of this company, he's kind of a wuss. He goes to some of the neighborhood kids and was like, hey, uh, you know, he, it's, you could tell the guy's, like, never even bought drugs before. He's just, like, hey, any of you got some Adderall? I'd like to buy some or whatever. And he, he sells fake Adderall to this guy. And he comes back and the, the programmer goes, this is an Adderall. I take it every day. It's a bunch of bullshit. He goes back to the kids, goes, hey, you sold me. This is an Adderall. Can you please give me the Adderall? And then the kids <laughs> like... The kids either make fun of him or beat him up or oh, something. Oh, they're like, well, what the, who the fuck do you yeah. think you are? What, do you got a receipt? Yeah, what do you like, think, this is Walmart? Yeah, they're like, what are you going to tell gonna return me? it? Yeah, so you're going to go, go tell the cops that you you bought fake drugs from a nine-year-old kid? Yeah. <laughs> so then I think he goes he's like 11 in, or something. And he tells his buddy, who's his partner in the company, about this. And Richard, here's where wrong? this picks up. Have you been crying? <laughs> hey! Which one was it? It was church candy, wasn't it? You just brought piss to a shit fight, you little cow! <laughs> Smacks the kid off his bike and throws the bike into the bushes. You get in your fucking house and you get me five Adderall or I'll slit your fucking throat. You understand? I'll kill your mother. I'll rape your father. I'll curb stomp that little face so hard that your teeth will go flying, you little shit! Now go, 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 go! <laughs> right now! Dude, I saw this scene, I was like, I have to see the whole season of the show. <laughs> Walks up, the kids are all on their bikes, and he just smacks the one kid off his bike. 
and tosses his bike into the bushes. <laughs> Love that. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for clicking. Thanks for liking. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for subscribing for free by clicking through the iTunes banner on ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for telling a friend. I probably already said that, but that's how important it is because that's how podcasts work. Uh, we drop every Monday and Thursday. Check out all of the other shows on ChristopherMedia.net. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening. Christopher Media, let's make some noise.